Hello. This is Octavia St. Stevens, founder, director, and CEO of www.saintsunited.org. Today we're going to pick up where we left off in continuance in our reading of the book of Matthew in the Amplified Bible. We're going to be reading chapters 25 through 27. 25 starts out as the parable of the ten virgins. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, silly, and careless. And five were wise, far-sighted, practical, and sensible. For when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil along with their lamps. Now, while the bridegroom was delayed, they all began to nod off, and they fell asleep. But at midnight, there was a shout. Look, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and put their own lamps in order, trimmed the wicks and added oil and lit them. But the foolish virgins said to the wise, Give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, otherwise there would not be enough for us and for you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy oil for yourselves. But while they were going away to buy oil, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast and the door was shut and locked. Later, the others also came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I do not know you. We have no relationship. Therefore, be on the alert, be prepared and ready, for you do not know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. Parable of the Talents For it is just like a man who was about to take a journey, and he came and he called his servants together and entrusted them with his possessions. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability. And then he went on his journey. The one who received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made a profit and gained five more. Likewise, the one who had two made a profit and gained two more. But the one who had received the one went and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. And the one who had received the five talents came and brought him five more, saying, Master, you entrusted to me five talents. See? I have made a profit and gained five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of many things. Share 
in the joy of your master. Also, the one who had two talents came forward saying, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have made a profit and gained two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. The one who had received one talent also came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a harsh and demanding man, reaping the harvest where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid to lose the talent, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is your own. But his master answered him, You wicked, lazy servant. You knew that I reaped the harvest where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter seed. Then you ought to have put my money with the bankers. And at my return, I would have received my money back with interest. So take the talent away from him and give it to the one who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has and values his blessings, the gifts of God and has used them wisely, more will be given and he will be richly supplied so that he will have an abundance but for the one who does not have because of his ignored or disregarded his blessings and gifts from God even what he does have will be taken away and throw out the worthless servant into the outer darkness in that place of grief and torment there will be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger the judgment but when the son of man comes in his glory and majesty and all the angels with him then he will sit on the throne of his glory all the nations will be gathered before him for judgment and he will separate them from one another as a shepherd separates his sheep from the goats and he will put the sheep on his right and place the place of honor and the goats on his left the place of rejection then the king will say to those on his right come you blessed of my father you favored of god appointed to eternal salvation Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me with help and ministering care. I was in prison, and you came to me, ignoring personal danger. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you 
or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you as a stranger and invite you in? Or naked and clothed you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? The king will answer and say to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, to the extent that you did it for one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, leave me, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devils and his angels, demons. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in, naked and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison and you did not visit me. With help and ministering care, then they also in their turn will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or as a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will reply to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, to the extent that you did not do it for the least of these, my followers, you did not do it for me. Then these unbelieving people will go away into internal, eternal, unending punishment. But those who are righteous and in right standing with God will go by his remarkable grace into eternal, unending life. The plot to kill Jesus, chapter 26. When Jesus had finished his discourse, he said to his disciples, You know that the Passover is coming in two days, and the Son of Man is to be betrayed and handed over for, for crucifixion. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the courtyard of the elegant home of the Jewish high priest, whose name is Siaphas, and plotted against and plotted together to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, it must not be during the festival Passover, otherwise there might be a riot among the people. The anointing in Bethany. Now, when Jesus was back in Bethany at the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster vial of very expensive perfume and she poured it on Jesus's head as he reclined at the table. But when the disciples saw it, they were indignant and angry saying, why all this waste of money? For this perfume might have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of the malice of this remark, said to them, Why are you bothering the woman? She has done a good thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, 
She did it to prepare me for burial. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, wherever this gospel of salvation is preached in the world, what this woman has done will also be told in memory of her for her act of love and devotion. Judas's bargain. Then one of the 12 disciples, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, what are you willing to give me if I hand Jesus over to you? And they weighed out 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, Judas began looking for an opportune time to betray Jesus. Now, on the first day of unleavened bread, Passover week, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time to suffer and atone for sin is near. I am to keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. Accordingly, the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. The last Passover, the last Passover, excuse me. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at a table at the table with the 12 disciples and as they were eating he said I assure you and most solemnly say to you that one of you will betray me being deeply grieved and extremely distressed each one of them began to say to him surely not I Lord Jesus answered he who has dipped his hand in the bowl with me as a pretense of friendship will betray me the son of man is to go to the cross just as it is written in scripture of him but woe judgment is coming to that man by whom the son of man is betrayed it would have been good for that man if he had never been born and judas the betrayer said surely it is not I, Rabbi. Jesus said to him, You have said it yourself. The Lord's Supper instituted. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new and better covenant, which ratifies the agreement and is being poured out for many as a substitutionary atonement for the forgiveness of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the wine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night. Disillusioned about me, confused, and some even ashamed of me. For it is written in the scriptures, 
I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised to life, I will go ahead of you, leading the way to Galilee. Peter replied to him, Though they all fall away because of you, and doubt and disown you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you this night, before a rooster crows, you will completely deny me three times. Peter said to Jesus, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same thing. The Garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane, excuse me. And Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, Olive Press. And he told his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, James and John, he began to be grieved and greatly distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved so that I am almost dying of sorrow. Stay here and stay awake and keep watch with me. And after going a little farther, he fell face down and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible that is, consistent with your will, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to his disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, So, you men could not stay awake and keep watch with me for one hour. Keep actively watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, saying, My father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. Again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So, leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words once more. Then he returned to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Listen, the hour of my sacrifice is at hand. The Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners, whose way the nature is to oppose God. Get up, let us go. Look, my betrayer is near. Jesus' betrayal and arrest. As Jesus was still speaking, Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve disciples, came up accompanied by a large crowd of swords and clubs, who came as representatives from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him immediately. Judas went to Jesus and said, Greetings, rejoice, Rabbi and he kissed him in a deliberate act of betrayal. Jesus said to Judas, 
brand. Do what you came for. Then they came and seized Jesus and arrested him. And one of those who were with Jesus reached out and drew his sword and struck Malchus, the slave of the high priest, and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back in its place, for all those who habitually draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father? And he will immediately provide me with more than twelve legions of angels. How then will the scriptures be fulfilled that it must happen this way? At that moment, Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as you would against a robber? Day after day, I used to sit in the porches and courts of the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But all this has taken place so that the scriptures of the prophets will be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Jesus before Cephas. Those who had seized Jesus led him away to Cephas. The high priest where the scribes and the elders, Sanhedrin, Jewish high court, had gathered illegally together. But Peter followed him at a distance, as far as the courtyard of the elegant home of the Jewish high priest, and went inside and sat with guards to see the outcome. Now, the chief priests and the whole council, Sanhedrin, Jewish high court, tried to get false witnesses to testify against Jesus so that they might have a reason to put him to death. They found none. Even though many false witnesses came forward, at last two came forward and testified. This man said, I am able to tear down the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. The high priest stood up and said to Jesus, have you no answer to give? What is it that these men are testifying against you? But Jesus kept silent. The high priest said to him, I call on you to swear a binding oath by the living God that you tell us whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, You have in fact said it, but more than I tell you, regardless of what you do to me, of what you do with me now, in the future you will see me revealed as the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and mocked whore and exclaimed, He has blasphemed by making himself God's equal. What further need have we as witnesses or evidence see? You have now heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They answered. He deserves to be put to death. Then they spat in his face and struck him with their fists. Some slapped him saying, prophesy to us. You, Christ, Messiah, anointed, 
was it that struck you? Peter's denials. Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard and a servant girl came up to him and said, you too were with Jesus, the Galilean, but he denied it before them all saying, I do not know what you're talking about. And when he had gone out to the gateway, another servant girl saw him and said to the bystanders, this man was with Jesus the Nazarene. And again, he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. After a little while, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, surely you are one of them too. For even your Galilean accent gives you away. Then he began to curse, that is to invoke God's judgment on himself and swear an oath. I do not know the man. And at that moment, a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the prophetic words of Jesus when he said, when he had said, before rooster crows. You will deny me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly in repentance. Judas's Remorse, Chapter 25. When it was morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people, Sanhedrin, Jewish High Court, conferred together against Jesus, plotting how to put him to death since under Roman rule, they had no power to execute anyone. So they bound him and led him away and handed him over to Pilate. To Pilate, excuse me. The governor of Judah, who had the authority to condemn prisoners to death. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was gripped with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They replied, what is that to us? See to that yourself. And throwing the pieces of silver into the temple sanctuary, he left and went away and hanged himself. The chief priests, picking up the pieces of silver, said, It is not lawful to put these in the treasury of the temple, because it is the price of blood. So after consultation, they used the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. Therefore, the piece of ground has been called the field of blood to this day. Then the words spoken by Jeremiah the prophet were fulfilled. Then the words. And they took 30 pieces of silver, the price of him, on whom a price had been set by the son of Israel, by the sons of Israel. And they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Jesus before Pilate. Now Jesus stood before Pilate, the governor, and the governor asked him, 
Are you the king of the Jews? In affirmation, Jesus said to him, It is as you say. But when the charges were brought against him by the chief priests and elders, he did not answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they have test they are testifying against you? But Jesus did not reply to him, not even a single accusation, so that the governor was greatly astonished. Now, at the feast of the Passover, the governor was in the habit of setting free any one prisoner whom the people chose. And at that time, they were holding a notorious prisoner guilty of insurrection and murder called Barabbas. So when they had assembled for this purpose, Pilate said to them, who do you want me to set free for you? Barabbas or Jesus, who was called Christ. For Pilate knew that it was because of jealousy that the chief priests and elders had handed Jesus over to him. While he was seated on the judgment seat, his wife sent a message saying, have nothing to do with that righteous and innocent man. For last night I suffered greatly in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds and asked for Barabbas and to put Jesus to death. The governor said to them, which of the two do you wish me to set free for you and they said Barabbas Pilate said to them then what shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ and they replied let him be crucified and he said why what has he done that is evil but they continued shouting all the louder let him be crucified so when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere but rather that a riot was breaking out he took water and washed his hands to ceremonially cleanse himself of guilt in the presence of the crowd saying I am innocent of this righteous man's blood see to that yourselves and all the people answered let the responsibility for his blood be on us and on your children. So he said, I mean, let the responsibility for his blood be on us and on our children. Excuse me. So he set Barabbas free for them. But after having Jesus severely whipped, scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. Jesus is mocked. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the Protarium, Praetorium, and they gathered the whole Roman cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him as a king's robe. After twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand as a scepter. 
Kneeling before him, they ridiculed him, saying, Hail, rejoice, king of the Jews. They spat on him and took the reed and struck him repeatedly on the head. After they finished ridiculing him, they stripped him of the scarlet robe and put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. Now, as they were coming out, they found a man of Cyrene named Simon, whom they forced in the service to carry the cross of Jesus, the crucifixion. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine mixed with gall, myrrh, a bitter tasting narcotic to drink. But after tasting it, he refused to drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among them by casting lots. Then sitting down there, they began to keep watch over him to guard against any rescue attempt. And above his head, they put the accusation against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. At the same time, two robbers were crucified with Jesus, one on the right and one on the left. Those who passed by were hurling abuse at him and jeering at him, wagging their heads in scorn and ridicule. And they said, tauntingly, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself from death. You are the son of God. Come down from the cross. The same way the chief priests also, along with the scribes and elders, mocked him, saying, He saved others from death. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe in him and acknowledge him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now. He delights in him, for he said, I am the son of God. The robbers who had been crucified with him also began to insult him in the same way. Now from the sixth hour, noon, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour, 3 p.m. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud, agonized voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders there heard it, they began saying, This man is calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and took a sponge soaked it with sour wine and put it on a reed then gave him a drink but the rest said let us see whether elijah will come to save him from death and jesus cried out again with a loud agonized voice and gave up his spirit voluntarily sovereignly dismissing and releasing his spirit from his body in submission to his father's plan. And at once, the veil of the Holy of Holies 
of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks were split apart. The tombs were opened and many bodies of the saints, God's people who had fallen asleep in death were raised to life. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city, Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. Now the centurion, those who were with him, keeping guard over Jesus, when they saw the earthquake and the things that were happening, they were terribly, terribly frightened and filled with awe and said, truly, this was the son of God. There were also many women there looking on from a distance who had accompanied Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him. Among them was Mary Mag Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph and Salomon, Salome, the mother of Zebedee's sons, James and John. Jesus buried when it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was also a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus so that he might bury him. And Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth burial wrapping and laid it in his own new tomb which he had cut in the rock and he wrote a large stone over the entrance of the tomb and went away and Mary Magdalene was there and the other Mary sitting opposite the tomb the next day that is the day after the day of preparation for the Sabbath, the chief priests and Pharisees assembled before Pilate and said, Sir, we have remembered that when he was still alive, the deceiver said, After three days, I will rise from the dead. Therefore, give orders to have the tomb made secure and safeguarded until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal him away tell the people he has risen from the dead and the last deception the reporting of his resurrection will be worse than the first the reporting that he is the Messiah Pilate said to them you have a guard of soldiers go with them make the tomb as secure as you know how so they went and made the tomb secure and along with stationing a guard of soldiers to be on watch, they set a seal on the stone. This is the conclusion of today's reading of the blessed word of God. Chapters Matthew 25 through 27 of the Amplified Bible. I pray that it was a blessing to you as it was to me as we continue on the journey of recording the Amplified Bible and other books. Please follow this journey with me in spreading the word of God. 
at www.saintsunited.org. Thank you, saints. In the name of Jesus Christ, I love you. Hallelujah. Amen.